Sounds like the Carolina Hurricanes are dealing with some COVID-19 issues. How will that impact tonight's game against the Minnesota Wild? Plus, would Claude Giroux be a logical trade target for the Wild as the season progresses? We took a look at all that and more today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we look at tonight's matchup against the Carolina Hurricanes. With the Hurricanes coming in, dealing with some COVID 19 issues that will see some of their top players miss tonight's game. So we get the latest on that. Plus, in piggybacking off of yesterday's show, uh, we are going to look at a potential option for the Wild as the season progresses. If they want to make a trade, got a good one that uh, could potentially help with their center depth. So we'll talk about uh, what it would take to get a guy like Claude Giroux from the Flyers and uh, if that would be a good fit for the Minnesota Wild. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer, having uh, over a decade's worth of experience covering our favorite Minnesota teams and now putting everything into the state of hockey, trying to keep you as up-to-date as possible with all things Minnesota Wild. Happy Tuesday to you. Unfortunately, if you are a fan of the Carolina Hurricanes, not so uh, happy as uh, the Hurricanes coming in to take on a Minnesota Wild team that has lost two in a row. And uh, for the Hurricanes... Going to be a little shorthanded. We go to Michael Russo, who tweeted yesterday, Sebastian Ajo, Seth Jarvis, and a Canes staffer have entered the COVID-19 protocols and will remain in Vancouver. The Hurricanes did play in Calgary on Thursday. The NHL paused the Flames season yesterday due to an outbreak. And uh, just continuing down the line here, uh, the uh, as of... 4.30 yesterday afternoon, the uh, Hurricanes still in Vancouver um, and are expected to play the Wild tonight. Carolina's flight was delayed by five hours while waiting for test results from the Canadian company handling testing there. Those tests are supposed to be guaranteed in 24 hours. Russo adds, uh, Canes certainly can't be happy. Uh, Russo tweeting yesterday as well, as of now, the Hurricanes are scheduled to arrive in Minnesota around 9 p.m., as he tweeted that, uh, they were still in Vancouver. Um, had uh, someone ask Russo if there's any real danger of the game being postponed today, he said, if like the Wild earlier this season, they go into daily testing protocol for seven days. So I suppose it depends on what today brings. Um, Russo adding, so far the game is still on. You just unfortunately won't get to see a Kane star who lit up the Wild for five points his last meeting. Uh, if Russo remembers correctly. And um, the Hurricanes, the final tweet that Russo uh, adds in that thread, Hurricanes did touch down uh, and uh, arrived in Minnesota at 8 o'clock last night. So that's uh, that's the extent of what we know, and obviously that uh, means that the Wild will be playing a shorthanded 
Hurricanes team. Uh, really the top scorer for the uh, Hurricanes in Sebastian Ajo with 15 goals. Uh, past that, Andrei Shvetsnikov is uh, next with nine. So you're taking away of a team that scored 85 goals this year. You're taking 15 of those off the ice. And so that's going to really put the Hurricanes behind the eight ball uh, before this game even gets going. Uh, Aho also winning faceoffs at a 54% clip on the season, so you lose that as well. So one of their top players who uh, will not be uh, participating in uh, tonight's game, but uh, really for the Hurricanes, one of the biggest reasons that they've been as successful as they have has to be the play of their goalies. Frederick Anderson, uh, 14 and five on the season, goals allowed average, uh, goals against average of 1.92, and a save percentage of 9.30. So he has played terrific. And uh, you look at what he has done in his past few starts. Uh, took on Edmonton on Saturday. The Oilers now having lost um, five in a row and gave up just one goal in that game. Uh, gave up just one goal to Calgary. Uh, on the ninth, and then on the seventh, gave up two goals to Winnipeg. So, in his last three starts, four goals allowed, uh, and a save percentage of nine forty-one. So, uh, a very, very tough test for the Minnesota Wild. It's going to be hard for them to score, but as we've seen, this Wild team certainly is capable of scoring with the best of them and scoring on the best of them. So, uh, that's going to be, I think, the most pivotal point. Uh, for the Minnesota Wild uh, in this game tonight. Now, uh, one of the other things to look at that uh, I think we would all agree needs to um, needs to be a little better, needs to be cleaned up a little bit, is the, uh, the penalty minutes uh, are starting to become a little bit of a problem once again. The Hurricanes are 11th on the power play at uh, 20.5% on the season, but their penalty kill is even better. They are second in the NHL uh, with an 88% penalty kill on the season. So uh, special teams going to be pivotal uh, for this uh, this team in this matchup. So if the Wilds uh, go to the box a few too many times, the Hurricanes certainly capable of, uh, of making you pay. The Wilds got to win this one in five-on-five if they uh, want to snap that two-game skid and uh, want to get back into the win column, get that 20th win of the season. Let's cut down on those penalties, try to win this game five-on-five, and um, with not having Ajo in the lineup, you got to, if it's Cam Talbot or Capo Kakinen, got to take advantage of that and really got to have a strong performance uh, in order to come away with the win. So, an update on what is uh, expected to happen tonight. Obviously, if things change between the time that this is uh, released and the time of the game, we'll make sure to uh, get that info out to you. But should be a fun one regardless for the Wilds taking on one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, the Carolina Hurricanes, tonight. When we come back, we're going to take a look. We talked yesterday about whether or not the Wilds should pursue Uh, some deadline acquisitions to try to help bolster their roster. One name came to mind, and so we'll look at uh, the potential uh, for uh, a certain Flyers center who could maybe help the Wild down the stretch, 
That is coming up next here on Locked on Wild. The holidays are right around the corner, and finding that perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. From personal experience, I have given my dad Omaha Steaks for Father's Day numerous times. Always enjoy throwing them on the grill, and they've got a wide assortment that is delicious through every bite. So head to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code NHL, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't delay Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all of your favorite episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line, so your family can harness all of that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, and again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, diving into our topic to finish off the show today. We talked about it yesterday with Alex Micheletti in should the Wilds make a move to try to bolster the roster? So let's let's piggyback off of that a little bit because let's just assume that the answer is yes, that the Wilds continue their current trajectory up near the top of the standings and they have a legitimate chance to not only get to the playoffs, but to make a run and to compete for a Stanley Cup trophy. Where are the areas that we would even consider upgrading? I mean, that that has been one of the positive things about this team is that it just, it seems like the chemistry is so good. So if we're going to upgrade anywhere on this roster, I think... A center would be a good option for this team. Defense, you've got your, you know, your top guys. Maybe you end up bringing in a defenseman to just to try to add some injury insurance. But at the same time, Jordy Ben has uh, has filled in adequately um, in the absence of uh, Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodeen, Matt Dumba. Um, he's filled in and has been okay. Although that would probably be another spot you could upgrade, but. We're going to focus on center because as it stands right now, you got Kaprizov, Hartman, Zuccarello, that line pretty set. You've got Jordan Greenway, Jewel Eriksson-Eck, 
Marcus Foligno. That line's pretty set. You got that fourth line of Nico Stern, Brandon Duhame, and Nick Bukestad. That's pretty set. That other line, Kevin Fiala, Victor Rask, and Freddie Goudreau, probably be a spot where you could look at uh, trying to upgrade uh, what you uh, you currently have in that center spot. Now, Victor Rask is not going to be somebody that is likely back next season, so he would be somebody that you could uh, potentially just show the door early uh, to uh, try to free up a spot for somebody who can help you out a little bit better um, than he currently is. Obviously, the big thing is going to be the money, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. First thing you got to do in analyzing the art of the trade is find teams that can be partners. Find teams that are so far out of it that they have players to offer and can uh, can be a team that you look at. So what we're going to do is we're going to put the cutoff at 11 points back. So, for instance, in the Atlantic Division, you've got the Florida Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. They both have 40 points on the season. Detroit is 11 points back. So we're going to have them be the last team that's in. Beyond that, everybody else, everybody lower than that is out and is not going to compete uh, for a Stanley Cup playoff spot. Sorry, Buffalo, Ottawa, and Montreal. You guys are out. So there are three teams right there that could potentially be trade partners for you when it comes to that point. Uh, Next up, we go to the Metropolitan Division. You've got the Washington Capitals with 40 points there. Columbus has 29 points, so everybody behind them is going to be out, which means the New Jersey Devils, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the New York Islanders all out. So those are three more teams that could um, potentially be trade partners for you. Not probably going to trade with anybody in the division, so that will leave the the uh, Chicago Blackhawks and the Arizona Coyotes. We'll just put them off to the side. And on the other side, you've got the Anaheim Ducks in the Pacific with 37 points. Uh, Vancouver is 11 back. So we'll keep them in for now, although... They have been playing much better. So that's that's going to be interesting because right there, we talked about JT Miller as a fit um, a few weeks ago, potentially. Well, if Vancouver continues to play well, then maybe his name ends up coming off of the, uh, the trade block so that he is not an option for the Wild uh, to try to go and acquire. Uh, otherwise, I mean, you've got the Seattle Kraken, who would be about the only team in that division that falls below that 11 points back. I don't know why I use 11 points. It just, it just seems mathematically like that uh, made some sense. So you've got six teams in the East. I'm just going to eliminate the Western Conference teams, Chicago, Arizona, because we're not probably going to trade with the, a team in the division, and the Seattle Kraken. I mean, I don't, I don't know, short of going and getting like Yanni Gord, I don't know what – you'd be able to uh, to really fit. Although they do have, um, the Kraken do have Jared McCann, so I misspoke. But uh, we'll talk about him um, in a future episode as being a potential target uh, for the Wild. So we're going to keep it East Coast. 
And of those teams, Buffalo, Ottawa, and Montreal, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and the New York Islanders, zeroing in right away on former Wild GM Chuck Fletcher because there is a player on the Flyers roster in the final year of his deal who is probably going to look for a chance to compete for a Stanley Cup trophy uh, that the Flyers are not going to be able to give him this season. And that is, of course, longtime Flyer Claude Giroux. So, obviously, he's been a Flyer forever. Uh, Started his career with Philadelphia in uh, 2007-2008 and uh, has played 14 seasons. With the Flyers. He's off to a good start this year. He's got 23 points in 26 games, 10 goals, 13 assists. A guy who has had multiple seasons of 25 plus goals, topped out at 34 goals and 68 assists for 102 points in 2017 2018. Also had 93 points in 2011 2012. He's been very durable as well. Um, he has played pretty much every game. Um, since 2015, 2016, 82, 82 in uh, 2016, 2017, 2017, 2018, 2018, for this wild team. Some of the other things that uh, that Drew brings to the table obviously can score. He's on pace for 32 goals this season, and um, you know you look at some of the uh, write-ups about him. Um, elite prospects says Drew is a skilled playmaking center who loves to find the open man. He excels in the shootout and is consistently among the NHL leaders in face-off percentage. Okay, that's the other part of this. That's the other key to getting a guy like Giroux is you look at uh, the Wilds' face-off percentages. And I know face-off percentage is not the end-all, be-all um, in, in winning. The Wild have won plenty without uh, having the advantage in the face-off circle. But it certainly helps. And uh, you look at guys like Nico Sturm, who has had uh, a pretty good face-off percentage all season. Ryan Hartman and Jewel Erickson Eck, your main centers. Hartman is uh, winning face-offs at 46%. Erickson Eck winning face-offs at 48%. Nico Sturm winning face-offs at 55%. And so it would be nice to get another guy who can help you win faceoffs, especially on that Fiala, Goudreau, and Rask line. Um, Goudreau has been taking the uh, the faceoffs on that line, and he's at 46.9%. Um, and Victor Rask, uh, his numbers in the faceoff circle, I'm scared to even look if they exist, uh, 45%. So not not terrible, but uh, but also not great. Um, Claude Giroux's face-off numbers so far this season. He is uh, at 60.8% in the face-off circle this year. Career 55.6. He's at 60.8% in the face-off circle this season. 
So, obviously, going to win you faceoffs. He's scoring at a good clip this year on pace for 32 goals in the last year of his deal. So, there are a lot of positives to going out and getting a guy like that for a Flyers team that, despite winning two in a row, pretty pretty out of it, uh, at least at this point. A lot can change between now and the trade deadline, which is in March. But wanted to kind of get the creative juices going and start to just plant some names so that we can check back and say, oh, Giroux has you know, six goals in his last seven games or just on some crazy, crazy scoring tear. Or, hey, he started to cool off a little bit. He hasn't scored in 10 games. So maybe we kind of back off on trying to acquire a guy like that. But if you're looking for ways to upgrade this Minnesota Wild roster, Giroux would do a lot of things that uh, that they need. Face-off wins, provide some goal scoring, That'd be a heck of a combo to give a, give Kevin Fiala a guy like that as his center. And not to say that Goudreau hasn't been great as a center, but uh, you're going from having a guy who can play, you know, can play center, can play wing, to having Victor Rask playing out of position sometimes on the wing. I think that just is a that's that's a 100% just an easy spot to look at to uh, upgrade this wa- this roster. There are some roadblocks to making this happen, and so that's how we're going to finish off today's show, by looking at some of the reasons that this may not be as attainable as we'd like. Uh, but uh, if there is a way, we'll, uh, we'll try to get the deal done. Finishing off today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. I've been hearing a lot about Stance Apparel recently, and that could be because they've launched a new line of active apparel. The holidays are here, and I know you've got one or two people in your household that have that dirty, nasty sock with a hole in the toe that they wear every single day. I'm here to tell you that Stance has changed the game by offering some of the coolest and most comfortable apparel you can find. Who wouldn't want to show off amazing socks with Batman, Star Wars, The Office, Disney, Marvel, Major League Baseball, you name it. Stance has it. Stance items uh, are amazingly comfortable and are going to change the way your feet look and feel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off of your purchase. Again, use the promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. And again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. So, First trade target, we're throwing we're throwing a net out, uh, a fishing line out, I should say, and uh, just just setting the hook, just trying to set the hook. It's obviously way too early to be doing any sort of serious trade speculation, but we just want to get some names out there that we can keep an eye on, like I said, uh, to uh, to potentially check back on as the season goes. And Claude Giroux is our first. 
second line center for the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, obviously, checks a lot of boxes that this Wild team needs. Great in the faceoff circle. Um, a a great playmaking center that I think would uh, I think would benefit from having Kevin Fiala as one of his wings on that line. So obviously, there are some potential issues that could make it so that that trade is not uh, one that the Wilds can get done. And the first happens to do with the uh, current Wild salary cap um, situation. The Wild are, according to uh, Spotrack, at $79,411,037 of cap space. That is obviously an estimate, but... um, that's where they stand. So that leaves them just over $2 million to work with. So obviously that's not a whole heck of a lot. The other potential detractor in this is Claude Giroux's contract itself. Yes, he is in the last year of his deal, but uh, his cap hit is $8.275 million. So that's going to cause a problem because the Wild are going to have to do something to try to make that salary offset. And so in looking at um, what would happen with the, uh, the potential trade, now you could potentially try to offer a higher prospect to have the Flyers retain a good portion of that, uh, that salary. Now, Obviously, the cap hit is—it's not going to be for the whole season, so it won't be that eight point two seven five. But even if at that point of the season in March, even if you get it to less than half of that, like three, three and a half, still going to have to try to find a way to make that work. And so, uh, the Wilds could try to entice the Flyers into retaining salary by offering a higher-level prospect. question is, what are the Flyers going to want in return for Giroux's services uh, to finish off the season? I would imagine with him being a guy that has been with the team forever, still producing at a uh, relatively uh, good rate, I mean, on pace for what would be his uh, second 30-goal season, so obviously playing really well. So pick prospects. If, if we're putting together a list, unless we're getting somebody that is a go-to number one center, I have to keep Jesper Walstead off the list, untouchable. I've also got to put Marco Rossi on that list, a point-per-game player down in Iowa, continuing to light it up. That chair that Victor Rask is going to vacate in the offseason is his. And so you are acquiring somebody to try to make sure that you don't have to necessarily use that card right away. And Drew, again, a veteran, 34 years old, still uh, very, very productive in the league, would do that for the rest of the season. He would be coming to a team that has legitimate Stanley Cup um, champion aspirations. It's all going to be about what Philadelphia asks for in return. 
and making the money work. So if the Wilds can get that to happen, if they can uh, entice, maybe you end up going with a prospect slightly below um, Boldy and, uh, and Rossi. Maybe you end up going with a guy like Adam Beckman. I would hate to see that happen because I think Beckman's going to be a really good player, but this this team is entering, I think, into the let's try to win it this year before some of those salary cap ramifications really come back to bite us. So I think if we're looking at... Now, this obviously, like I said, a lot can change between now and the trade deadline in March. At the same time, if the Wilds continue this level of performance and the Flyers are out of it, that could be a route that they go in trying to shore up some of that center depth. So all I ask, takeaway for today's episode, keep that name in mind. Let me know in the comments on YouTube or on Twitter. Let me know what you think. Do you think Claude Giroux would be worth the Wild pursuing? Obviously dependent on money and what the Wild would need to give up to make it happen. I would imagine a pick would be involved, and the uh, the first-round pick for the Wild this year hopefully will be very, very high, somewhere between 25 and 32. So that's probably going to, uh, to have to be part of it, and a prospect beyond that as well. If Bill Guerin could get something like that done and make the money work, not a bad way to go. So keep that name in mind. Claude Giroux will check back on him throughout the course of the rest of this, the season up to the trade deadline. And we'll float in when we have time, when we have an off day, no games or anything, we'll float in other names to keep an eye on as well as we get closer to the deadline. But uh, it looks as though this is going to be a, uh, a buyer season type trade deadline for the Minnesota Wild, which is great. Um as opposed to just kind of standing standing pat like they have in previous seasons. So that's going to wrap up today's episode of Locked on Wild. Thank you for tuning in and making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Now that your first listen of the day is done, I encourage you to go check out the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked on Bets is free and available on all podcast platforms. Just like Locked on Wild, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also find us on our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, we have content, unique content on all of those platforms, trying to keep you as up-to-date as possible on your favorite team, the Minnesota Wild. If a puck drops in the state of hockey... Locked On Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.